special? Is this what? What's going on, everybody? Are we live? We are live. Oh, hi, everybody. Welcome to the best show. My name is Tom. I'm the host of the show. I'm here. I uh, apologize for being a few minutes late. I, uh, I'm in Los Angeles, and I was stuck in the traffic. Oh, boy. Talk about the traffic out here. Oh, my goodness. The traffic. You got to see this traffic, everybody. The smog and the traffic. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, people, uh, they think, uh, look, is the traffic bad out here? Yeah, it's, it's horrifying. Horrifyingly bad. The war, it's not, but it's not the worst. I'm going to say this. People of America and beyond, if you choose, uh, so choose to, 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 to uh, identify countries other than America as existing, which I know is an option for a lot of people. It's not a default setting. Traffic in Los Angeles, not so hot. But I'm going to say this. There is nothing, to me, nothing worse than the traffic when you are on, say, Hudson. When you're coming out of the Holland Tunnel in New York City and you sit for an hour and you have yet to move a block. That, to me, is the worst traffic in America. Jason Dudio Gore, how do you feel about that? I'm right there with you. I, I was talking to Brett uh, before we started the show, and when I was in L.A., I thought and the traffic Brett? was uh, on your side, the engineer on your side. Brett, he's probably in the room with you right now. Hold on a second. Yeah. I, that's Brett? Yeah. That's so weird. For some reason, I thought his name was Ernie. Mm-hmm. No, it's... And it's, I was just... I always did, you know what I would say to him? Hey man. What's up man? I just called him man. Just the. Did you ever slip an Ernie in? Uh uh-uh, uh, no. It was just I was, man. I was close. I yeah. was getting close to saying, what's up Ernie? And then I, but I just <laughs> stuck with man for the longest time. I was just like, what's up man? How's it going man? It's good to see you man. That's always the cop. I'll say this also before I go on this. This, uh, this, uh, this, uh, TED talk about New York City traffic <laughs> versus Los Angeles traffic. If somebody calls you man five times and does not say your name, they don't know your name. I'm going to say that is a zone called truth you can take to the bank on that one. If they call you man over and over and never once say your name, if you hear man five times in a row or whatever the non-man equivalent would be, I'm not sure. What what would that be? What's up? What's up? Madam? I don't think anyone... I, I think you could say... You could say man in both... I think it would be man for all for all oh, genders man. or identifiers. I think people use it as a default. Yeah. I I fall into that trap constantly. Of people calling you man? Of no, of me doing that, just being like, Oh man, well it's man, I cannot believe we we, we saw each other. It's so good to see you, man. Mm-hmm. And you just and then at a point you're just like, I don't know. The I, other safe bet is, yeah. I'm gonna say this. Just call them Dave. <laughs> it's a safe bet. With with dudes, just go. 
So your name's Dave, right? Yeah. There is probably a 30% chance of being right. Yeah. What's up? It's D- Dave, right? No. Keith. Oh! Oh, I'm sorry, man. And then you go to just back to man because you've already forgotten Keith. <laughs> is AP Mike there tonight? He's right here. How's it going, Tom? Thank God. Thank God. <laughs> How are you, Mike? Doing all right. I worry about you. Yeah? <laughs> I worry about you. I saw your uh, Mike. Mike went on a little tirade the other night. Mike went fishing. I love it. Mike gets out his old uh-huh. fishing pole. The old playbook. He gets out his. He gets in his little <laughs> rowboat. Uh-huh. Rows out until he gets out his fishing pole. And what's he put on it? On the hook. Uh-huh. Midsummer. Yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that was just for you, Tom. Oh, I see that one, and I'm just going, oh, Mike. Mike's going fishing. Um, yeah. So, uh, Mike, how are you? You're doing good? I'm doing all right. How'd you like those Oscars, Mike? <laughs> yeah, they were fun. Yeah, I didn't like Parasite. No, it was all right. Mm-hmm. I, I like Parasite. I Parasite's a good movie. I wasn't expecting a horror movie at the end, but uh, hey, it was surprising. Isn't every movie a horror movie when you <laughs> when you get down to it? I guess so. <laughs> right? Yeah. Isn't life a horror movie? Yeah. You know, well, when you get down to it, you're not going to get an argument from me on that one. Yeah. But the whole thing is, if life is a horror movie, who are we in the horror movie? Yeah. Are we the one that? blabbing too much and then gets their heads lopped off first yeah that's me i cash out early i'm the first you're the one i'm the first to go no you you know you are in a horror movie mike and don't take this the wrong way i will you're you're uh hey you can't go in there (laughs) can i help you with something yeah Yeah. you can't go i can see that yeah you're hey can i help you with something Uh uh-huh and i barge right in and then out comes the machete Uh uh-huh off goes your head. Uh-huh. You know who I am in the movie, Mike? No. I'm the guy who tries to bargain. Oh, okay, the bargainer. I try to bargain with the killer. Yeah. What do you want? Whatever you want. You tell me what you want. Uh-huh. Come on. Yeah. It'll be, no, that's not me. You just prolonging like, the agony. What's that? You yeah, yeah, you are prolonging it. the agony. <laughs> not me, man. <laughs> Now, who would I be in a horror movie, Mike? And I can't take any offense to any of this, so you just say it. Am I the killer? Are you saying I'm the killer? <laughs> no, no, I wouldn't go that far. Who would I be? Uh, maybe the, uh, isn't there usually like some sort of expert who's brought in to sort of assess the situation? Oh, this, this is, Mike, <laughs> I, I felt a chill go up my spine on this one. I think you you nailed it correctly. I'm the guy who says there's a problem. Uh-huh. Yeah. No one listens to me, right. yeah. and I get killed. Uh-huh. Yeah. So yeah. I'm you're like one the of the scientists goes, in, Di- in Day bad. of the this, Dead. Say that again. You're like one of the scientists in Day of the Dead. Yeah, yeah. I'm the guy going. This is a prop. This <laughs> you can't let this maniac out of jail. He is not rehabilitated. Yeah. He is not. I'm telling you, he is not better yet. Then it gets me. Yeah, I get. Uh, I get. Uh, Michael Myers did. Yeah. Yeah, and who do you think Dudio? Do you know Dudio is? 
And do you, if I'm going to be, if Mike hey. can be the security guard or whoever right. it is who goes, you can't go in there. Yeah. What can I, can I, hey, what are you doing? And if I'm the, I'm the, I'm the, uh, uh, the, the, the buffoon, the, the pawn, the, 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 the schleb, mm-hmm. schlub, who gets, uh, who, who despite his best intentions still gets his head kicked. You know, you know, Dudio is Mike in a horror movie? I have an idea. I think he's the good time guy. Oh, yeah. The guy who'd be like, hey, man, you yeah. want to take a hit of this joint? <laughs> uh-huh. What do you think of that, Mike? Yeah, that's good. I, I was thinking he's the guy when when the, when the pack when the pack is scrambling. Uh-huh. He want he, he want <laughs> I don't know if I like where this he, is going. He's the one who wanders off. You know, he he knows better than the pack. And you know, he, he sort of And I just like run into him. He separates himself from the pack and yeah, mm-hmm. he's he's the one who's going to get it. He'd be the one who So you're saying Dudio would be the one who goes you all want to go that way. You're all going to die. I'm right. telling you. It's yeah. this way. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's a little bit, yeah, sort of a yeah. know-it-all, but he, he pays He pays the price for it. Yeah. And, you know, the thing is, Pat, Pat is uh, ill tonight. Pat is under the weather and is uh, caring for others under the weather, so we send our uh, our, our regards to Pat. Um, Pat lives. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Pat doesn't die. No, Pat lives. Pat yeah. makes it through. Pat makes it through three films. Yeah, he's the nice guy. Yeah. And then they shock you by killing him early in the fourth one. Right. <laughs> Can you believe they killed Pat? <laughs> <laughs> and, it's be- and it's because he wanted more, more money for that movie. You know? Oh, so you think yeah. it's just a straight up money you, thing? Yeah. Well, you figure he, he, he figures he's a star by that time, and then they like, yeah. we got to kill, kill this character off. Fair enough. Look, that's who we all are in the horror movies. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know what I think the killer is? I think it's this guy Ernie. Going to the <laughs> Wait, what was his name again? Brett. Brett. Yeah. Well, why do I have such a mental block against Brett? Because, I mean, I met out here the the fellow who does Laundry Man. His name is Brett also. And I finally met him out here. For the first like, time. Like, I ran into him. And he's a very nice guy. I never yeah. met him before. And his name is Brett also. Brett Dinklage. No relation to the actor. Just weird he has the same last name. Well, it's not that weird. Yeah, I mean, have you heard of another Dinklage? Uh, no, I haven't. Maybe you're right. Maybe he is related. Maybe he's, uh, maybe just doesn't want to flaunt his showbiz connect. <laughs> right? Yeah. Some people have shrimp connect. Some people have showbiz connects. I guess life comes down to what are your connects, right? Yeah. Life is like a box of shrimp. It sits in the sun. You got you got to eat it fast. Life is like a box of shrimp. You got to eat it fast before it goes bad. That might be the deepest thing I've ever said, actually. Life is like a life yeah. is like a cooler full of shrimp. You got to get in that car and drive it to Florida real fast before it turns <laughs> rotten. It's like you're writing your own uh, chicken soup for the soul. Yeah, or my own uh, uh, Ferris Bueller. Yeah, right. 
Now, Ferris Bueller, you think about that. Well, first of all, let me say, welcome to the best show. I know this does not, I, you might be shocked that this is a, a program with any sort of structure based on this kickoff. <laughs> My name is Tom. I'm the host. I'm here in Los Angeles. I'm usually in New Jersey, but I'm not. I'm here and I'm doing the show from the Forever Dog Studios. And you know, Forever Dogs is a pretty cool podcast network that has shows like Hmm. Where are these shows on? I'm looking at this poster. Wait, that's a podcast? I'm kidding. I'm just. No, there's good shows on it. You know, you know who does a show on this network is um, uh, uh, the Elliot Sisters have done a show called Conference Call. Right. I ran into uh, Bridie Elliot who I think is one of the funniest people going, and I watched her short film, and uh, she's a very talented person. And uh, they've also got Podcast the Ride with uh, with roller coaster man Scott uh, Geardner. He loves his roller coasters. And if you want to hear roller coaster talk, that's the podcast to go to. If you want to hear somebody, if you want to hear somebody talk about the uh, the uh, Back to the Future ride, that's where you go. And it's a pretty interesting thing because they'll talk about roller coasters and amusement parks that went out of business. And and my friend Jason Walliner's been on it a bunch of times. He's the best. And then they got Laundry Man with Brent Dinklage, which is uh, the flagship show on the network, from what I hear. Um, from what he told me. Um, I'm here. We're doing a show tonight. We're going to do Best Show Trivia Night. And that means the listeners, you, the Best Show listener, you call up and you give us trivia, and we see who can answer what. Are you up for this, Mike? Yeah. Jason Dudio Gore, which is, I'm not saying that's not how he told me to announce, uh, to uh, what to call him no, on the you, show now, but I'm not saying it is you either. You did it right. You did it right. I'm ready. I think he's a little concerned with he has some branding issues, <laughs> which is something that Mike has no problem with. But I don't have a marketing Mike's, team. Mike's got no problems with branding issues. No. Now, Mike. Yes. So, yeah. So you call 201-332-3484. Nailed it. Oh, look at that. Can you believe it? As I live and breathe, I remembered a phone number. Um. This AP Mike, you go to apmike.bandcamp.com, you can't believe what's going on over there. I find it sickening personally, and I discourage anyone from going there. But I know you you listeners are going to do what you want. Like like Alistair Crowley said, you do as thou wilt. Right? That Isn't that what he said? Yeah, maybe. And maybe it involves... A human sacrifice, or maybe it involves something truly horrible, like apmike.bandcamp.com. Like how Mike, the laugh, the laugh falls from the voice now when the when I start making fun of AP. When Mike is like, "Is there nothing sacred?" Like comedy has, there are lines with comedy, and apmike.bandcamp.com is is one of those lines you do not cross. You do not make fun of that. But you go over there, Mike sells all different things, and he sells these headshots there. And he's been signing them and selling them, and people have them. Mike, did you see the video that our friend Eric 
the picture that our friend Eric sent. Hi, everybody. Tim Heidecker here. We have a brand new Office Hours that just came out of the oven. We've got legendary psych rocker Ty Siegel. And Doug is back from down under. G'day. G'day. And his mommy came with him. Mommy and Gary Lusenhop are here, too. Alicia let me know that she finished the White Album, has thoughts on that. So much more on this legendary episode of Office Hours. Find us on your podcast app of choice or watch us on YouTube at youtube.com slash office hours live. So who are the animals? Because I don't smell them. Yes. Your headshot at the Golden oh, Globes. Oh, yeah, the, the one at the Golden Globes. Back, Globes. Yeah, yeah, it was great. He, he brought your headshot. Yeah. And are we allowed to say how he was at the Golden Globes? I don't know if we are. I'm not going to. I think he wanted to call in and discuss it, but it's been a couple weeks, you know. Well, we'll leave that up to uh-huh, him, yeah, as they yeah, say. It's right. been a while, right? Let's, yeah, um, if he's listening, you know, give us a call. Yeah, if he's listening, he can call. Uh-huh. But um, he was at the Golden Globes, uh, and he uh, he brought your headshot there. Yeah, he smuggled it in. <laughs> and, like, took a picture of the headshot yeah. with Seth MacFarlane yeah, in the yeah, background. Yeah, he's, he's, he's in the background, yeah. Mr. Entertainment. Mr. Entertainment. Can you imagine? You know, it's so funny. If he's Mr. Entertainment, the funny thing is I've missed his entertainment, right? Yeah. Like, I miss what's entertaining about him. So if he's Mr. Entertainment, I miss his entertainment. Oh, boy, that was a reach. Yeah. Okay. You're not supposed to say yeah. In mathematical terms, uh, I think you'd say you're outside his subset. That's maybe the meanest thing anyone's ever said to me. Remember, remember math. You had to like learn all that stuff. Math, yeah, remember a math, math insult. Yeah, remember the time I had to do math. Where did it get you? You know all that geography. Yeah. And... all that stuff. Yeah. You know the only thing I learned at school that was worth anything. Mm-hmm. It's how to type. Yeah, typing important, right? How to how Not to myself. run. Okay. These are the things I learned: how to run. Uh-huh. How to type. How to keep my head down. <laughs> yeah. Not make it, not make waves. Those are good things to learn. Yeah, but you think you could have, you could teach somebody those things in like three hours. Oh yeah. Except the typing part, but the, the just be cool, keep your head down, or you're gonna get punched in the face. Actually, you learned that on your own. No teacher told you that. That's right. You're right, Mike. Yeah. They didn't yeah. teach me that. It's yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. They should have a class like that, though. Street the smart. Cla- how, how What's that you, now? How to deal with the idiots you will encounter? Well, here Mike. we, Mike. Mike, we just hit on a we just hit on a billion dollar idea. <laughs> yeah. AP Mike Street School. <laughs> Lectures. Yeah, these idiots that lecture. You know. I mean, well, this? guess what? You're about to become yeah. one of them. You would be the idiot, idiot lecturing. <laughs> who's, who's the guy? Why don't we do that? What if, what if there was a... Who do, who, I'm, now, Mike, <laughs> you know I come up with a harebrained scheme sometime. Yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> I want you to do cameo-type videos. I think that would have been a cash cow. You've turned that down. Yeah, apparently, that, uh, apparently, you're like you're like the Rick Moranis of, uh, <laughs> of podcasting, look- where you just say no to everything the way he said no to working for 20 years. <laughs> But I pitched you that. I was going to pitch you another thing tonight, Mike. A new, a new. Glo- what if we did? I wanted to pitch you like 
because these headshots. Somebody sent me another picture of the headshot, which is in front of the house from the movie Naked. (laughs) Did you see that one, Mike? Yeah, yeah, I think I did. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Somebody, somebody (laughs) from England took a picture of the house from the Mike Lee movie Naked, with that lovable curmudgeon who, uh, in 21st century standards, would be jailed and convicted and jailed. Um, of uh, sexual assault. Yes. Um, you know that that rascal in that movie, <laughs> naked, who was a full fledged, uh, self admitted criminal. Um, they took a picture of the headshot in front of that house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The headshot's getting around. I think there's another. I think this headshot needs to, uh, like uh, like Dudio's hero, Guy, Guy Fieri would say to kick it up a notch Uh right yeah what about this mike Mm -hmm. we've all seen the black and white headshot we're sick of it right yeah true (laughs) what about this mike we go warhol on these Uh on Uh these bleeps right Uh on these bleepers (laughs) we we go warhol on them yeah i i have just let me okay okay yeah yeah all right we take the headshots. We just do like do like a, a it's just a one color, black and white, but with like an additional like color on them, hmm. the way Warhol would have done. Okay. Sell those things for twice a price. <laughs> and look, I don't make a nickel on these things. I don't know why I'm pitching this like it's. So for twenty. <laughs> Twenty bucks. Well, the gold, the gold pens were going for twenty. I, uh, this would have to be more than that. Then, 25. So twenty-five. Yeah, go up to twenty-five, and you number them. There's a uh-huh. limited run. Yeah, we do not do we, when the run ends that you don't do them anymore. Yeah, thirteen hundred. Then idea. you shift to a new color, Mike. Yeah. What do you think about that? It's interesting. Uh, a friend of mine was proposing okay. a new new <laughs> shot. You know, just a different uh, photo. Oh, you want to update your headshot? A new headshot. Yeah. Or, yeah, I like the idea of that. Yeah. I still think we can squeeze a little more, a little more dirty water from the rag, though. <laughs> yeah, that's what it it's is. A dirty rag. <laughs> it's, 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 what about this? Rag. It's stalling out. I'm, let's put it that way. No, 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 but it's stalling out because it's the same old, same old. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Although the latest, th- the latest batch has my phone number on it. I'm surprised. What about I, a post? <laughs> what about a poster, Mike? I'm, I'm so, what about the headshot? A larger, we, we talked about it and somebody oh, sent one in. What if they were commercially available? Uh, a poster? No, that's pushing it. Like one of those big Led Zeppelin poster sized <laughs> posters? No, just like a, like a, like a, a regular poster. Uh-huh. A movie poster. Yeah, like a poster, exactly. Like movie theater sized poster. It's funny you mentioned the Warhol because I, I, I thought of somebody, you know, one of our friends, uh, would sort of take the the photo and just sort of do a Warhol version type for a T-shirt. Yeah, Mike, yeah. I'm all for it. I th- I'm just telling you, I think there's a little more dirty left in this rag, <laughs> a little more dirty water left in the rag. <laughs> I'm literally down to my three last T-shirts. Okay, well the T-shirts <laughs> might be dead now. T-shirts, yeah, yeah no, that's the end of that that run. But it lasts. So what about this then? We think about a new version of the headshots, but here's what I'm telling you, Mike. And I'm, I think this is, you sell on Patreon, not on, pa- not on Patreon, 
Patreon.com slash the best show. That's how you support the show, by the way. Original content going up every week now. We have new episodes of Meet My Friends, the Friends going up every week. They're going to have a best show Q&A. I'm going to record this week going up. It's going to go up. Yeah, there's a lot of good questions for that. Too. I'm going to answer all of them. Yeah. I'm going to do Q&As regularly now on it. I got the recording equipment now set up. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, a, a Thomasance. It's the Thomasance. <laughs> Everybody loved the Maconasance. Now it's time for the Thomasance. What about this, Mike? On apmike.bandcamp.com. Just like you sold your songs. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. That's a limited you- edition series. <laughs> AP Mike Street School. <laughs> Street School. Alright. And it's just you talking about the real world. Yeah. Alright. Right? Yeah, that might be, uh, who's the guy that gets people to walk on coals? Uh, Tony Robbins? Yeah, that big idiot. Yeah, maybe I could sort of goof on <laughs> that, that big idiot. <laughs> I could, oh my I mean, god! Maybe I, I, I could goof on that guy. Yeah, that'd be fun. Maybe I'll have. Well, I'm not going to buy a book of his, but uh, I'll sort of peruse one and uh, see what I can do with goofing. Right, on you'll that be stuff. Yeah, go so go to the Barnes and Nobles in Bayonne, <laughs> and you'll see AP Mike. Be he'll be one of those creeps hunched over a book all day. No, in the chair. Yeah, the chair. In people. the chair. <laughs> the if I ran a Barnes and Nobles, no I tell you, no chairs. I'd, I'd, I'd be walking through that place. I'd get I'd get a, a shock stick like I'm herding cattle. <laughs> yeah. You, need you read enough. You read enough. You want to buy it now? Yeah, yeah. You, you checked it out long enough. Yeah. Hey, friend. And I call everybody friend. Hey, friend, you checked it out long enough. You think you're going to buy that book? And they're always reading graphic novels. You ever notice that? Oh, yeah. No. They're always sitting there reading some giant 800-page Wolverine yeah. uh, thing. The Absolute Watchmen. Yeah. Oh, you're reading Watchmen again. Oh, you're not sure how it happens in it? It's only been out 95 years. You're just getting around to reading it? <laughs> this ain't a library. I'd say, this ain't a library, and i pull my shock stick out. Give me old business. <laughs> to put a or I'd walk them to the counter with the shock stick right behind them. <laughs> um, and then I tell them they get a free cookie at the uh, Starbucks cafe. They buy anything with a coffee or, or a beverage, any beverage. Not going to make it just about coffee. AP Mike Street School. Street School. I like it. I'm telling you, Mike, you be, you go to Barnes and Nobles, you read one of these Tony Robbins books. And look, I'm not going to get on Tony Robbins the way you get on him, Mike. I watched this, <laughs> the, the, the documentary he did. I didn't mind it. Oh, I yeah. thought it was. Okay. Whatever. Got this guy, up. perfect. Hardly. Got a little uplift? Big idiot. Whatever. Yeah. I don't care. Uh-huh. I truly do not care. Okay. Now I'm hanging out with them a lot out here. Mike, okay. so <laughs> Forever Dog is actually, uh, it takes place at his, uh, on one of, at his ranch. Uh-huh. Um, any calls coming in? Yeah, we got a call. Uh, we're not ready for it yet. Though. Okay. So AP Mike Street School. Okay, I'm telling you, Mike. I'll be the first one to buy an uh, to buy uh, a, an episode of AP Mike Street School. Okay. Thoughts? Uh, yeah, I'm gonna look into it, do some research. Oh, the stall tactics on this guy. <laughs> I, I can't commit to something 
that I don't know if it's gonna, you know. Three, jo- I pitched three jokers that, oh. that died. Yeah, three, three jokers died in the died in the water. I mean, not with you, me or Pat. Where are you gonna get a red suit? Where are you gonna get a red suit and a uh, yeah. yellow vest? I mean, it's not like. The oh, where on earth could you get that? I was poo pooing it from the start. I'll buy you the I'll buy you the bleeping red suit. And the yellow shirt. Can you believe that guy won Best Actor for that thing? Uh, I could have done that. I, I swear, I could have done that job. I was thinking of you saying that the whole time during his speech. And he knows it too. Yeah. He knows. He knows any of us could have done that. That movie. That's that's truly the dumbest movie I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> it's the dumbest respectable movie I've ever seen in my life. What's the dumbest dumbest movie you've ever seen in your life? Oh, I have no problem with dumb, dumb things. Right. I, I celebrate them. You're you're talking you're you're talking to somebody who I was watching Click today. <laughs> I watched Click a few weeks ago. I don't even know what that and is. And I watched Spanglish too. Spanglish. I cried. Yeah. I cried watching Click. Yeah. Click's a San- Sandler movie, Mike. Did you see Adam Sandler's acceptance speech at the uh Independent Spirit Awards? No, I didn't see that. It's really good. good? He said on it. He said, first, I want to say to the other actors I beat out in this category, you will forever be known as the guy who lost an acting award to Adam Bleeping Sandler. <laughs> and it's probably the first time he's ever been to that awards, right? Yeah. Well, that's yeah. the thing he also said was, he said, hey, the host, uh, the thing, Aubrey Plaza is the host. And he said, I was in a movie with her funny people. It was 11 years ago, the last time people pretended <laughs> to like my my acting, um, like I'm not gonna say. Uh, guess who? Guess who I met at a. At, I went. At a, I'm not gonna say. <laughs> you got good stories going out there. Let's let's. Just yeah, say, yeah. Just yeah. Say, let's just say. You let's make- just say. I'm not gonna confirm or deny. I'll, I'll, I'm not gonna say yes or no. But you can ask me questions. I met uh, uh, at somebody I a director I like. Oh, okay. Well, number one would be P.T. Anderson. I'm not going to confirm or deny it, but we can stop the game <laughs> okay. now. Um, so anyway. Nice. Who's the most famous person you've ever seen at Little Doms? I don't go to Little Doms. You don't go to Little Doms? They go there, go to uh, watch uh, Nick Thorburn eat a calzone. <laughs> the place is great. To sit there, watch uh, Michael Michael Sarri eat a panini. <laughs> so I goes to the movies the other day, right, Mike? And you know, you know, there's this movie theater called Quentin Tarantino. It's not that called Quentin. He has a movie theater called the New Beverly, right? Yeah. And they put all these old movies on the on the 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 roster, right? Right. So I go up there, and they had they showed the they showed. McCabe and Mrs. Miller last week. Oh, nice. Yeah. I never saw that in a theater. Well, guess what I did. Yeah, and nice. it was great. I, I wanted to see it very, it was an original print. Uh-huh. So it was, a li- it was a little scratchy in spots, but it was really beautiful. So I get there. I say, one for McCabe and Mrs. Miller, please. And I tell you, this is, this is the only place, this theater is, you know, this place and a Rush concert are the only place that the, no, King Crimson show. I guess Rush don't play. Any. King Crimson concert and New Beverly, the only places that the line for the men's room is 80 times as long as the line uh, for the for the uh, ladies' room. Line out the door. 
a lot of pre-gaming going on. Yeah. Think you think it was you think there was an, a hockey game going on in there? <laughs> the amount of guys at this thing. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah. So I go in. I'm looking for a seat. And this this is truly beautiful theater, like truly beautiful. <clears throat> I saw the Safdie brothers do a Q and A there a couple weeks ago. It was very nice. Um, so then I go in, I see a seat, and I'm like, "Is somebody sitting there?" And this guy, this guy who looks like, uh, kind of looks like a, a young younger Ernest Borgnine, I guess is the best way to describe him, uh-huh. right? He goes, yeah, this seat's taken, but the one next to it isn't. So it's the one against the wall. I'm fine because it's not like some wide theater where the sight lines are compromised. Everything's not a, not a bad seat in place. So I'm okay. So I throw my jacket on it, and I go up to get a candy bar and a soda pop. Get online. And I come back, and this guy goes, uh, he's like, hey, I, uh, I went through your jacket. I couldn't find your wallet in there, though. Uh-huh. Funny. Guy. And I'm just like, I was like, yeah. oh great. Yeah. A, com- a comedian yeah, here. Got a funny guy. Yeah, funny <laughs> guy. And I, I also start to realize the seat next to him was not taken. He just didn't want me sitting next to him. Mm-hmm. He had he had thrown his jacket over the seat. Yeah. So he says that, and I go, <laughs> yeah, I, I saw. I saw, I saw the look, I saw you, I knew, I saw you from a mile away, I knew not to leave my wallet, and I'm like, why am I playing this? <laughs> yeah. Why am I playing games yeah. with this guy? Yeah. Can I go, please? So I sit down, and now this theater has a, a, a thing where, a, uh, someone will come down and they'll go to the front of the theater, they'll go, hey, thanks for coming to New Beverly, it's great, everybody's here, tonight the movie is, and it was a double feature, Mike. Uh-huh. Double feature. What do you think would be paired with McCabe and Mrs. Miller? Not by the same director. Right, okay. But same kind of temperature. That's your clue. Right. Same era and temperature, Mike. Genre? Oh, Mike's gonna genre? Same genre? It's similar enough genre, sure. If, if, if I had my dream of uh, a double feature with McCabe and Mrs. Miller, I would put Pat Garrett and Billy the Kid. No, no, no. no. Close. Close. You're close. You're you're in this. You got the spirit of uh-huh. it. Gentler than a peck and palm movie. Okay. Um. A movie that people are like, "Yikes, that's a slow one." But like a weird western, Missouri Breaks, maybe. You're so close, uh, but that's not not Missouri uh, Breaks. Is Jack Nicholson in it? I always no, no. Uh, big movie star is the lead of it, though. Oh, uh, big one. Big director, but not known for westerns, mm-hmm. and and written by a big 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 writer. Hmm. Yeah, I'm fizzling. Yeah, I don't have an idea. Jer- Jeremiah Johnson. Oh, well, that's a weird one. I mean, that's kind of I don't know. That was one of my dad's favorite movies. Uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, I haven't seen it in so long. Uh, yeah, all right. That's an interesting choice. I mean, it's not out there a lot, you know. No, but it's a, they got they got original prints of them and they run them. Uh uh-huh. yeah, okay, that's cool. And it's a double feature. They're like twelve yeah. bucks. You get to see two two of these movies. Yeah, good deal, right? Yeah, it is. So then, so that's a double feature. So I sit down, 
And this guy comes down in the front of the theater, very nice guy. He's talking. He's very super passionate about the movies. He's like, everyone, please, uh, if when the lights go down, the phones go away. You got to put your phones away. It's a, it's disrespectful to the movies and the, your other theater goers to be looking at your mo- phone. Just watch the movie. If you need to use your phone, go to the lobby. Now it's great, right, Mike? Yeah. So then this guy, and look, this guy's talking to front. I'm saying like, man, I wish this guy would be friends with me. Guy talking to front. I could be friends with this guy. He could get me into things that are sold out. I'd be pals with him. That's that's my own mind racing. Yeah. Right. Mo- movie, so then, movie connect. Movie connect. Yeah. Like I said, Mike, we all need our connects. Yeah. So then, this guy next to me, this young Ernest, younger Ernest Borgnine looking guy, goes, "Back when I was a kid, if a guy like that was at the front of the theater talking, we'd be whipping candy at him." Yeah. And he's laughing. Uh-huh. And then he goes, and then if he tried to put his arms up and, and tried to avoid it, we'd throw it harder. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what is the problem with this monster? This is a truly nice guy talking about how excited he is, too, that we all get to see this movie. Yeah. So then they start running the movie. And this this dunce falls asleep. I turn over 15 minutes in. (laughs) He's snoring so loudly. And I'm just like, of course I end up next to this guy. Uh Yeah. Of course. I'm planted next to the blabbermouth who the second the movie starts falls asleep and snores. So I punch a side of his seat. I punch it from an angle that admittedly... He wasn't sure who hit his seat. Uh, yeah. I hit it kind of from the side, <laughs> kind of from the back. <laughs> uh-huh. So that when he looked around, he probably <laughs> thought the guy behind him did it. <laughs> Maybe not my proudest moment. Yeah. I'll admit, mm-hmm. I could I could have taken ownership over that and just gone like, hey, man, you're snoring. Yeah. But not unlike McCabe himself. I got a bit of a yellow streak in me. <laughs> so tied into the movie. I punch the back of his seat. The side, the side slash back of his seat. Uh-huh. Then he gets up. He goes, excuse me. And I was like, he's gone. And he came back like 15 minutes. I went, where'd this guy go? He came back, fell asleep again. I did it again. Uh-huh. Oh, wow. Now, I have no idea why this guy watching a, a scratchy old movie in a comfortable movie theater would fall asleep watching a meditative movie that takes place in the winter <laughs> that has a soundtrack made up of Leonard Cohen songs. How on earth he could have fallen asleep? I have no idea. Uh-huh. You forgot That's the a, a lot of That's actors joke. mumbling to themselves. Yeah, a lot of actors mumbling. <laughs> But boy, oh boy, that was such a great movie. And then Jeremiah Johnson came and I split. Oh, you didn't stick around? I, 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 was, I wasn't going to be the one to fall asleep. Yeah. I would have fallen asleep during that. <laughs> yeah. I was there in the avalanche. And start doing my Leonard Cohen, uh, right? Yeah. I, think I, I could do that. That sounds like him, right, Mike? Yeah, yeah. Just like him. 
Thank you, Mike. Like a bird on a wire. That's the Leonard Cohen I like, not yeah. the one who's like. Uh, I like when he when he had that that you don't like the nasal voice. I don't like hat. I don't like Leonard Cohen with hats. Yeah. Okay. When he got hats, I got out. But is, when he put on a hat, yeah, I put on my coat and left. But those those last live shows were so uh, uplifting. I mean, they're no, it's great. Yeah, yeah, no, it's, it's all like, great, yeah, Mike. Yeah, I'm not putting it yeah, down. I'm yeah. just saying that's my favorite era. Uh -huh. Is young Leonard Cohen? Well, he wasn't that young actually. I think he was too serious back then. I like when he. Yeah, got, he's fine. He was but, funny back then. Let the sense of humor come out. Look, it's all look. I don't know why we're playing this game. I like all of it. <laughs> okay. And I don't know why I'm making some declaration that I wasn't interested in. I'm just saying I prefer. Uh -huh. I prefer that first bunch of albums. Right, Mike. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> right. What's another one of his songs you like? Well, actually, I think it was a good movie and a bad movie, uh, a good song and a bad movie. Didn't uh, Natural Born Killers have uh, a couple or one? Oh, you could pay me to watch that thing again. <laughs> I have no idea. Can you imagine watching that thing in no. 2020? No, no. No. He also did the sound, I think he did the soundtrack to McCabe and Mrs. Miller, and then, then he really didn't do any other movie stuff till, uh that second uh, Porky's movie. <laughs> I missed that one. He had like nine songs on Porky's to the next day okay. soundtrack. <laughs> uh, this is an ode to Porky. <laughs> I was hanging out at Porky's. <laughs> ode to Peepals. Oh, yeah. That great franchise. Porky's. Yeah. That's like if Ray, when Reagan was elected, then they made Porky's, right? You know, they're always just like, they say that it's really good horror movies when it's, when it's like right wing Republicans are in the office. But maybe it's also like dumb, like, like Porky's is a very, very, like, where's that, where's the current Porky's? What is that now? Where is our Porky's? Yeah, for the next generation, right? Yeah. Every, every where's generation has to have, those coming of age movies, you know, in which you, yeah. you can call well, them coming of age, but they're they're really about titillation. Yeah, I mean, look, Pen Fifteen is a good coming of age story. Uh-huh. But where's pork? Where's the porkies of this generation? Yeah, you're right. If, right. if somebody gave you the opportunity to reboot Porkies in 2020, would you take it? And what would you do? Well, American Pie was a reboot, right? Yeah, but you got to make it. A where's the next? American Pie for the next after mm -hmm. American Pie. It's the Porky's reboot. Yeah. Well, I'm going to say this: if I get a chance to, if I God, if God ever shines His uh, <laughs> providence upon me, and I am ever granted the chance, if I am ever touched, touched from above to reboot Porky's, Mike. Yeah. Okay. I'm telling you one thing. Uh -huh. You better go. You better go cowboy hat shopping. Because <laughs> look, I can't say you got the job automatically, but let's just say 
the director has his uh, selects. And let's just say Porky's Porky's ain't going to take place in Florida in my reboot. Bayonne. Bayonne. <laughs> Porky's going to be in Bayonne. Okay. Yeah, Porky's. Por- Porky's. Port of Call Bayonne. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so this guy at the New Beverly, it's like, come on, wake up. If, you, if you're at the movies and you're tired, just leave. There's nothing better than a nap in your car. Yeah. Go take that nap in your car. Mm-hmm. It's fine. Look, sleeping in a movie theater is great, though. I remember when I fell asleep watching Cop Out. Ay, ay, ay. That was some sweet sleep. <laughs> I don't think I ever slept as peacefully as watching Cop Out in an empty theater. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I watched the new one, by the way. Jay and Silent Bob reboot. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah, I saw that at one of those road shows where they were there. Where they were there. You went to one of those? Yeah, I went oh, to one of those. How are we just getting to this now? <laughs> yeah. How is this not? <laughs> how, is, how is this not the lead off <laughs> for a special yeah. multi-episode series that you yeah. went to the Jay and Silent Bob road show? Yeah. What was that like? It was, uh, it was fun. Uh, they showed the movie. It was just in like a, uh, uh, a college auditorium, uh, borough of Manhattan college down in lower Manhattan. And, um, and wh- why did you go? I'm asking in the, I'm asking, <laughs> actually, I'm not asking in any um, sort of, I'm completely judging you. Yeah, I no, I, say, I get I'm it. I'm not judging you. No, I'm totally no, it's, judging you. Yeah, completely. Um, Kristen's, uh, coworker at Full Frontal, Pat Castles, uh, is a big uh, Kevin Smith fan. They were we were all on the View Askew boards back in the day. And I, I will also say this: I can I can say congratulations to uh, Kristen. Uh, thank you, Kristen Bartlett. Yeah, yeah. For she is now the co-head writer of Full Frontal with Samantha B. She is very exciting. Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. She's doing she's doing an awesome I'm not congratulating awesome you. Well, I know. I will pass along the This is like me take, you know, accepting an award on someone's behalf. Sure, yes, exactly. Um but Cat uh Pat Castles bought the tickets and and you know, we were just like, okay, we'll go. Uh Pat Castles has a very funny story that um during 9/11 he got let out of college. Sounds like a great story already. I know it. Every, every good story starts <laughs> with funny one. So on nine eleven, um, but he spent his nine eleven while everyone was freaking out watching the news, watching Jay and Silent Bob strike back a few times in the theater in Lower Manhattan. Wow. So um, he stayed hit the theater. Yeah, and the theater just kept playing the movie. He wanted just felt like the. It's the safest place, really. Yeah, because even terrorists have their limits. Yeah, they're not going to attack. The well, no, they released. just can't. They're, even they're not that brave. Yeah, to go into the theater and, <laughs> and see Jay and Silent Bob strike back. More than one. Hey, um, you know what's going on? His voice is like. Hey, yeah, I can't even do an impression of it. Um, but reboot is if you hated Strike Back, you're really gonna hate reboot. I'll say this: Is it bad? Oh yeah, it's really bad. Yeah, but I will also say. There's something oddly endearing about it. I'll agree with that. Yeah. That it's just like they're making a thing and enjoying themselves. Yeah. And I can't 
can't put it down. It's total fan service. It's fan, exactly. It's like, I wish, I, I wish people that I was a fan of would make things that directed at me. But they ain't. Who would you want to make something that directed at you? I wouldn't. I would feel, I would feel slightly condescended to if somebody made something that on the nose mm-hmm. for me. Jackass 4 would probably be the closest <laughs> to any kind of thing I'd want to see like that. Um, yeah. That Jay and Silent Bob movie. Ay, ay, ay. Yeah. It's a, it's a, actually you watch the movie and it's a contest to see, um, to see if anybody, anybody, uh, any name person in it filmed two scenes in it. <laughs> Everybody shot their thing. For one day, yeah. Oh, it's me, Chris Hemsworth, and I'm here. I'm telling you all about Thor, and I'm uh, telling you all about Chronicon, and we want to go and uh, everybody go to like. <laughs> yeah, so I can just picture it's like they it's like he's a hologram in it. Uh, Thor is a yeah. hologram in it. Um, Matt Damon is like in a. Church, I guess he's still doing his character from from yeah. Dogma. Yeah, and he's there. He just turns around. He didn't even have to wear pants, as far no. as I could tell. <laughs> he might have been. He might have been wearing gym shorts, <laughs> jorts, or jorts. Yeah, which all would have been in the spirit of. All- they actually made a jorts joke in the movie, Mike. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Kevin was you know, wearing Ke- jorts Ke- when we did the, the at the road show. Yeah. No. Kevin Smith is it, it should. Actually, change his name to uh, Michael Jortston. <laughs> <laughs> when it comes when it comes to that, when it comes to like movies about with like cheap, dirty jokes, <laughs> he is the Michael Jortston of that. How come, how come he doesn't have his own Jorts line? I mean, you think he would have gotten That's to that? A all the stuff, all the stuff he peddles, you know. Yeah. Yeah, like how is Target not made? <laughs> no, Walmart. He's the Walmart. George by Smith, he, he, right? He, he's not. He's not Target. He's a Walmart material all the way. You think he's Walmart? Yeah, his crowd's in Walmart. <laughs> Come on. Come on, let's be serious. <laughs> For once in a while. Kevin Smith <laughs> presents George by Smith. <laughs> Twelve ninety nine. Picture those jorts, right? Yeah. I wonder, does he sell game worn jorts? Like, can I buy <laughs> buy jorts that he's worn? Yeah. Does Kevin Smith sell? Can somebody look online, please, <laughs> and I? see if Kevin Smith makes if he sells like because you know, like he wears all these hockey jerseys. Yeah. He's got to sell ones. He's 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 um he's made. He's worn, right? You have to pay more for like con worn shorts. Yeah, like exactly. <laughs> I wore these effing shorts at the, uh, the 2009 <laughs> Comic Con in this. And I, uh, I wore these effing, uh, this effing hockey jersey when I was at the effing, uh, man, I never met a curse he didn't like. And, and S. Every, every, every sentence. And S. And S, yeah. yeah. And I wore these jorts and s at the the bleeping comic con and s and I uh <laughs> I think he has auctioned some jorts in the past, okay. but I don't okay. think he's actually sold any jorts or like 
you know, try well, to. What about, okay, well, here's a, I'm, look, I'm full of ideas now. I'm full of ideas. I got AP Mike Street School. <laughs> I got the AP Mike uh, headshot posters. Uh-huh. Uh, the three jokers. <laughs> Here uh-huh. is the maybe, if not definitely, the best idea I've ever had. A movie called Get Ready. It's not called Get Ready. It's a movie called The Smithers. Of the traveling jorts. <laughs> right? Yeah. Like that movie Sisters of the yeah. Traveling Pants, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sisterhood of the, is it Sisterhood, sisterhood. of the Traveling Pants? Sisterhood of the Traveling sister, Pants. Yes. They all take Smithers. turns wearing so the, the pants. Smi- the Smitherhood of yes. the Traveling Jorts. Yes. And S. <laughs> <laughs> and it has to be at the end of the thing, and, and it's just about this pair of jorts. Or a movie called Like Kevin, and instead of like Michael Jordan sneakers being magical, it's a pair of magical jorts that a kid puts on, and then he directs just dirty movies. How many how many pot references were in the uh, real? None. Movie there were none. Oh, there was really? actually oh, I thought strangely enough, no. The whole movie was a pot <laughs> reference. Like, yeah, no, I mean, seventy four minutes of he, it. He's yeah, he's catering to the old. Uh, Cheech and Chong crowd with that stuff, right? I mean, that's his new uh, his new passion. Where's somebody t- just put a th- somebody just put a quote. I'm looking at on on uh, on Twitter. Bill Simmons said about uh, Robert Forster. He said, "I really did like him in Jackie Brown." <laughs> did you like what? Do you like him in Black Hole? <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 Yeah, Bill Simmons, big uh, medium cool fan, right? Really? That's his big. No, movie? he's not. Oh, no, he's not, okay, Mike. Okay. <laughs> I can't tell, Tom. I'm sorry, Mike. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm to yell at you. That's all right. I'm sorry, Mike. You know I ain't yelling at you. I know. Let's do some trivia. How about that? Yeah, let's do it. And you who liked Porky and told him that he. Are you ready for line two? Let's do it. And how are we going to do this? Are we each going to see who can guess the things? Yeah. And what, how are we going to? Are we going to take score? What's our punishment if we're wrong? I mean, oh, well, there's no punishment. No if punishment. We're wrong. Okay. What, what is this? What, okay. what is this? Impractical jokers? Hey, their movie's out next uh, Friday. I know. I'm excited. I'm excited too. Can't wait to see uh, our guy Sal Volcano light up the big screen. I'm serious. Will that be at the, proud, uh, proud, the Beverly? Proud, proud. Will that be what? Will that be at the Beverly? Will that be at the New Beverly? Yeah, they're gonna do. It's gonna be. Um, yeah, they're show. They're showing the Impractical Jokers movie. Uh, it, it's yeah. It's paired with Freebie and the Bean. <laughs> Here we go. Line two, you're on. Welcome. Line two, you're on. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hi, um, welcome to the best show. To whom am I speaking? Tom, uh, Adrian calling from Toronto. From Toronto, the city of what now? Uh, the NBA champions. That's right, um, and they're going to repeat this year from what I hear, right? Uh, probably not. I don't know. Well, look, I'm you got one ring. You got it. Well, you don't have okay. it. 
You don't have to <laughs> but but the city won. The city won. It was a glorious moment. Uh, absolutely. I was on a flight, actually, when it happened. Mm-hmm. But anyway. That's exciting. Yeah. And then the rest of your city was on a flight of victory. <laughs> Yeah. You know who's the great? Who's the greatest musical artist from Toronto? Um, well, it depends who you really include in that. I don't know. Um, I'm not from Toronto myself originally. I'm here ten years. I'm Irish, but um, uh, I could go best Canadian, but Toronto, I don't know. Well, Let's just say best Canadian play. musician of all time. Who do you think it is? Tony Mitchell. Not Neil Young? No, Tony. Okay, and that's then, fair. And then oh, look, that's a, I, I, would, I would go with Neil Young personally, but that's, that's, uh, I, I get it completely. Uh, I'm, I'm big into Tony, but yeah, I love Neil Young as well. I just watched Russ Never Sleeps Again. That's such a good movie. Yes. Yeah. You know what's um, the greatest thing about him is he gets weirder. Neil Young gets weirder with time going by. He's weird now. He's weird and getting weirder. And this is a guy who made some pretty weird choices. He's actually getting weirder somehow. Yeah. He was always kind of weird. I don't know. But he's getting weird. I said he was. I agree, (laughs) Adrian. He's getting weirder, though. Uh, Yes, and I can't disagree. Yeah, I mean, he has his moments, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Oh, fine. Okay, he has his moments. So, what, do you have some trivia for us? Do you want to see who can answer what? Yeah, I mean, it's pretty basic, and you're probably going to get category? it. And I just What's wanted category? to uh, Music. Hey, do we have music. to, like, ding-ding or something to get in? So say your name. Just say my name. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know. Yeah, anyway. So, it's a three-part account. Well, it's a, anyway. Unless so, you want to um, aim the question at a specific person. Um... Or you want it to go I to the feel, group? I, I feel like it's going to be either you or Mike is going to... No, thanks. You know, get <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> Turn my mic right. off. I love it. I love right. so. it. Everybody loves... <laughs> go ahead. Do, like, Avalanche Bob didn't respect Dudio. Nobody. Adrian doesn't respect <laughs> nope. Dudio. I respect Dudio. Totally. Thank you, That's Adrian. Thing, but anyway. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> I'm joking. Um, Great. All right, okay. I'm joking. Oh, I love you. I love you. I'm joking. Go ahead. Go ahead, Adrian. (laughs) All right, so um, what do the following three songs have in common? Um, You got So Juke by Stevie Wonder, Hey 19 by Steely Dan, and All the Young Dudes by Matta Hooper. Uh. Let's see. I'm going to say, well, they all mention other musicians. There you go. That's as simple as that. Really? There you go. How about that? (laughs) How many points do I get? The listeners get to award how many points we get also. Uh, That was pretty basic, so I'm going to say four. 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 That's maybe the strangest number you could pick. Four. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I have four points now. I wrote it down. I'm blanking out. What, what other? What 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 musicians are mentioned in Hey Nineteen and um, Aretha Franklin? Aretha Franklin. Oh, okay. Oh, Duke right. Ellington. Uh, and well, no, I know Sir, Sir Duke. Yeah, 
But uh, wh- what about Mata Upo? Uh, the Beatles and the Stones uh, and T-Rex. Oh, okay. All right. All right. I just blanked out. Yeah. Hmm. Sorry, I'm disappointed in you, Mike. Okay. Yeah, no, I, I should have got that. I, I, and I knew. So thanks thanks a lot, Adrian, for oh, having your faith sorry. in me. Sorry, Julia. Sorry. Let's hear it. So what do you got? Another one for us, Adrian? Um, um, yeah. No, all right, okay. So oh, movies, hey, go ahead. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. All right, okay. Who originally portrayed Bond in the movies? Who, who originally portrayed him in the movie? Yeah. Sean Connery. No. No. What? Oh, no, I know. It was that one, they did that one movie in 1958. Right? It might have been. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, it was the original Casino Royale. Uh, It was David Niven. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's right. I was thinking Niven. And that was before the first James Bond movie? That was before Dr. Nelly, yeah. All right. Great. All right. Hang up on this guy. Now I'm mad. He's gone. We got another one. I do want to say I'm going to take this call, Tom, but we have a guest coming on at 10.15 who can only talk for five minutes. We may have to dump out of this. All right. Line one, you're on. Okay, go ahead. Go real quick. Line one, you're on. Hi. Hi, I have a uh, trivia question for you. What do you got? Who's this? Uh, my name's Daniel. I'm calling from Portland. Daniel, what's the question? We gotta move fast because we got a guest calling in apparently. Got it. I can roll fast. So I was thinking, I'm gonna name some supporting cast members of a film, and you can try to jump in and guess the film. Okay. That's like a Doug Benson type game. He's not on Forever <laughs> right. Dog, is he? No. Okay, got it. Alright, Bruce Dern. William H. Macy. Rick Torn. Rob Schneider. Harlan Williams. Well, this sounds like the Toby greatest Huss. movie ever made. <laughs> Toby Huss. Toby Huss and Rob Hall. Schneider and Bruce Dern in the same movie? Uh, did I say William H. Macy? Yeah, you did. You said William H. Macy. What is, is it? Harry Dean Stanton? Harry Dean what? Stanton's in it, too. This movie what doesn't movie? exist. Yeah, he's making it up. Yeah, this is big. No, it's real, and the lead is Kelsey Grammer. It's called Down Periscope. This guy's right. Oh What's it called? Tip my hat down. down. Periscope. Down yeah. Periscope. How many points do you right, award yourself for stumping us? He said he's out, so he doesn't get any of those points. No, Unfortunately, doesn't. that's how the game's played. Down Periscope. Let's do it. So what do we got? Somebody calling in? They're calling in something? at 10.15, and I'll run and grab or I'll grab it as soon as it lights up. Okay. There is a town in Northern Ontario. Still the greatest Canadian. Ever. I got, I got a trivia, trivia question while we're waiting. Okay. Well, give it to me. Since you're, since you're doing Neil Young there, where, no, where were Crosby, Stills, and Nash and Young playing when they found out, uh, Nixon resigned? Where were they playing? Yep. What city? Jersey um, City. Jersey City. I got it. It was in, it was in Jersey City. Jersey City. Who's down at uh, Roosevelt Stadium. Given Mike for that. Roosevelt Stadium. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to give him 10. Thank you. 10. Okay. That's fine. That's fair. Mm-hmm. Where did Crosby, Stills, and Nash first si- meet and sing for the first time? At whose house? Mama Cass. Oh, yeah. 
Or was it Joni Mitchell? No, it was I Mama think it was Joni Mitchell's house. Was it Joni? I thought it was Mama, Mama Cass's. No, I think I'm, I'm giving I'm, I'm giving Mike uh, thirty points for that. Actually, I, th- I think I think Jason. Well, maybe. Uh, and none of you get points. It was in that Laurel Canyon movie, right? They I don't about know. It. I didn't see it. You didn't see that? No, I didn't. I couldn't good. get in. That was great. That I was enjoyed good. that. Yeah, yeah. Is that the one with uh, Bob Dilbin's son? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He doesn't really light up the screen. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not a lot of energy coming out of him. No. <laughs> Low energy, as the president says. <laughs> Wait, you're going to say he's trying, but there's no way on earth he's just trying to be cool. <laughs> I don't know if it's cool or just, I don't know. Low energy. It's, it's, something's going on there. Somebody should poke him know. with a stick, you know? Yeah. Come on, man. Yeah, I, poke I, him I, with a stick. That's right. Throw some water in your face, right? That, that's yeah, real, exactly. That's Splash some water in your face. Just like we used to say, Mike. Remember? Oh, you said it. Here we go. Yeah. All right. Line five, you're on. Line five, welcome to the best show. Tom Sharpling. Now, who's this? This is Scott Rogowski. Scott Rogowski. Oh, my goodness. This is the former former host of HQ, which is a game I love to play each and every night. I love it. It's so much fun. No, yeah, it's gone. It. You're still playing it up until tonight, right? I mean, you played no, it. No, it's o'clock. gone. It got I guy got oh. out when you got out. Wait, what happened? It's gone. This is I, the I app. This Scott was the quiz host master of of that, and then they uh, then whatever happened happened. What happened? In a nutshell, I know you got to move. What happened? what happened? What happened? You want to want the scoop? You know, Tom. I got to say, I'm, I. I got an email from Vulture. I got a text from Bloomberg News, Fox News. Everyone wants to scoop. They all want me to talk. They want me to share the tea. Yeah. Spill the tea, as the kids say these days. Spilling tea. Spilling tea. They want me, they want me to spill tea, but I haven't done it. But for you, Tom, my champion, stick it up for me on Twitter there. I love Throw it. me a bone. Always what been loyal by my give us the, I, I Yeah, I know you got a you. boogie, so... I, okay, okay. I don't need to set it up anymore. But now the point is, uh, uh, me personally, my story is that I was working there. Uh oh, uh oh. <laughs> I guess I guess we don't really need to hear the story then, do we? <laughs> no, you're be quiet. Gary, see, this is my, oh boy, Gary. This is my biggest regret that Gary did not did not get a chance to co-host with me on this show. Get me on the show, you bum. I know. Do you want to buy it? Do you want to buy HQ? It's, it's, it, they're, they're desperate to sell it. I think, I think there could be, uh, there could be accepting offers. Do you have, I don't know, maybe a couple grand could, is all it might take these days. Who knows? Only it was, if they it promise. Was hundred million, it was a hundred million dollar company there, Gary, and now it's worth nothing. In less than two years, it was worth nothing. You know the problem? Joost! What's that? Joost! Joost? Joost! Jason Joost? One of the early hosts? He was the problem! Am I hearing this correctly? Joost! Joost! was the host of HQ that I hated the most! That's very kind. Uh, Gary, Gary, I'm telling him to step aside. Let Scott tell the story, please. 
Yeah, that's not very kind. No, Casey was great. Uh, no, I, look, I love stuff. Casey Jost. I think he's very talented and very funny. I love his work on Impractical Jokers. Yes, and, and, and he truly had nothing to do with the demise of HQ. I mean, that was... Well, he the, killed well, well, No, it was... No, it's really... You know, here, on, honestly, and, I'll, and I'll, I'll, I'll be sincere... It's truly a shame, you know. It's it's not. I'm not. I'm not happy about this. I was very personally invested, obviously, in HQ when it started. It was such a thrill to do, and I love dropping best show references uh, Tuesday nights, especially. You know, when you got you were going live at nine, we were we were live at nine. And yeah, be, it was so much fun. And you would slip things so in, and fun. people would 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 uh, pull the clips, and we'd play them. It was a blast, yeah. and you were great at it. it. You, that was a job meant for you, Scott. But you did it for like a year and. Almost two a year years? And a half. Yeah, almost two years. And, 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 and you know, it's, I really hate to see it end this way. And, unfortunately, there's just one guy at the top who ruined it all for everybody. I mean, you know, there's, there's this tech world, Tom. This tech world seems to exist where people with a lot of money give these founders their money to create these companies. But these people don't have any business running companies. They, they, I mean, this guy shouldn't be running a lemonade stand, let alone a hundred million dollar company. He, he's a designer. He designed the logo. That's all. That's all he did. Yeah, and he like, doesn't know. He, he doesn't know how to work with how, talent. How can he work with talent? How can he work manage employees? I mean, there were like fifty employees at one point. You know, yeah. so you can't expect these people to know what they're doing. You can't expect them to run companies. But this is what happens. These, these VC guys, these, these venture capitalists, just give their money to these, you know, designers and coders, engineers who have. No people skills, no management skills, and they expect them to, to run a company? It makes no sense. The whole, the whole paradigm is just bonkers to me. It makes no sense, but yet that's the world. And, so uh, it was I just was built, it was built, it. it was built wrong from the get-go. Right, exactly. It was, it was built to fail. They caught lightning, lightning in a bottle. I like to think I was, I was a big part of that, frankly. Um, you definitely, you were a big part of it. That's the, I'm going to say this. As somebody who's hosted a, a show for 60, seven years now um <laughs> it is not easy to hit the sweet spot and you scott hit the sweet spot on that thing where you were fun and you were in on the in on the spirit of the thing but you ran the thing legit and you had fun with the audience and you engaged with the fans but you also ran it you were a pro at it too and you weren't you were you were you hit all the spots you ticked all the boxes you you were made for that job and i told you that 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 yeah. was the job you were made for and i was so excited to see you do it and when you got it you killed it and then the dream Just, died know. not because of you 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 did what you yeah. were supposed to do you I, made people feel welcome to that to be there with hq and then the, but then suddenly the thing the wheels fell off the thing and the in success so many businesses don't fail in failure; they fail in success. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you, you Scott, you did what you could, and you entertained us all for almost two years doing HQ. And I, I had such a good time. But then they just couldn't do it the way. What did they? They did. They probably didn't know how to even to, to, to treat people I like mean, humans. It, no, they, they, they just. I mean, and that's what I'm saying. They just. This guy just does not know how to treat people, and it came down to. You know, the very fact is I was willing to stay on with HQ. I, what happened was I got this job offer. I'm hosting the show called Change Up on the Zone. Plug. It's starting uh, March 26th with opening day, basically baseball. So I'm doing a baseball show. This other job came along. 
to say, it's a dream job for me as a, as a huge baseball fan, and, and you know, I, I had to take it. And they wanted me Monday through Friday, but I said, look, I can stay on an HQ for Sunday nights. I'm willing to do Sunday nights. It was the biggest show at the time. So mm-hmm. you can save all the bad press. There won't be any press. It won't, it won't say Scott Rogowski leaving HQ. You'll be actually saving money because I'll be paying, being paid less because I'm only doing one show a week. You know, it's a win-win-win. And, and then you make that, that Sunday big. night the big show. Exactly. You make the Sunday night the big show and you blow it up. But that's not how they think. That's not how this guy thinks. And he, he just Look, doesn't care about his just employees. name the stuff. guy. Forget it. Name the guy. <laughs> I don't even want like Voldemort. I don't want to say this guy's name. I mean, I, I, he I, who I, shall not be named, then we'll say he that. Knows, but, but, but sociopath, you can go on my Twitter if you want to it's see more. Jokes. But, but It was jokes. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was definitely not jokes. <laughs> Casey, I love you. It was you had nothing to do with it. Um, no, but it was uh, it was just it's just a bad apple, just a rotten egg at the top, and it, it ruined the whole thing. But that's you know malignant narcissist sociopaths, which is what he is. That's what they do, and it's a damn shame. What can I say? Yeah, well, look, I'm good. Yeah, I'm great moved time on. You know, and a great uh, run. Know, we had, we had a great run. I just, I just saw all the, uh, we had a nice little get together, all the employees who got laid off on Friday. That's, that's the worst part. 25 people, lives, you know, upended out of nowhere, get told on a Friday night, Valentine's Day, holiday weekend. Guess what? We ran out of money and you're in, immediately terminated and no severance. We can't pay you seven. You know, that's it. Like, that, what? So that, I feel terrible for those people who are working there so long and so hard, but we had a nice get together tonight and I think everyone's in pretty good spirits. And, you know, everyone's being so supportive, helping them get other jobs. So um, that's that's what I'm concerned about right now, helping these people who, you know, really got screwed. And Well, uh, I'm going to say this, Scott. You are – I've known you for a long time, Scott, and you are, all kidding aside, you're a quality guy and you're a talented guy. And, again, it's not easy being the host of a thing where you got to play it straight but also have a sense of humor about the same thing. That's a tricky spot to be in, man. And you can you can live there. There ain't no way Scott Rogowski don't go onward and upward. No way. Yeah, and I can't that. wait to see where you go. Yeah. Well, big big things are ahead. Let's just put it that way, Tom. I'm I'm excited to uh, I'm excited to be working on them, and, and I will share. I know with where you. you're the going. First to know. And Gary, I'm not telling you anything. You are going to be no. the last to know. Hey, Gary. Man, Gary. Yeah, I know. Take Gary. my name out of your mouth. Gary, Scott, I'm not telling you nothing. Scott, yeah. let me tell you something. Yeah. I love you, buddy. I love you, too. It's going to work out. Oh, look at that. Showing some, some, some squirrel manatee over there. You're Thank not you, going to be stuck working at the baseball games anymore. <laughs> I, I, I like the baseball. I like the baseball. Change up the zone. Me the ball game. That's right. All what right, I gotta take me off. The, I gotta take me off the phone right now. That's where I gotta go. What do you do with the game? Well, I watch the games. I don't even go. I don't get to go to the games. I have to sit there in the studio and watch them and, and show other people the games. So I'm not even you at the ballpark. Clean the urinals. <laughs> I'm not cleaning the urinals. Not at Chase Stadium. <laughs> no, no, that's. But you know what? I, I I don't look down upon that either. That's a decent what gig. What about Chase Stadium? Me neither. Yeah. My, yeah. <laughs> Mike, what in your stadium? Nobody told him to move to a different building. <laughs> Mike's still at Shea Stadium. Uh, yeah. He's there every week. <laughs> Let's go, Mets. Let's go, Mets. Well, and well, then say, yeah, they did go to the stadium across the street. 
God, I love you. You I gotta get you, me Gary. some work. I love you. Gotta you. I'll, I'll, I'll keep work. you. I'll keep you in mind. I got one final question for you, Scott. Oh yeah, we're doing best show trivia. That's why we're, that's why I'm calling. What what what? You're asking me a question. All right, our tables are turning. Here's your chance, Gary. Give me trivia, Scott. Give you give you some trivia. Throw me a cue, uh-huh. like you used you to in the old days. You want a cue? Let's oh, see. Oh God, I'm not prepared here. A, sa- a savage question. We call them savage questions when they're really hard. Okay, here, here, here it is. I- I'm going to reprise. This is Greatest Hits HQ trivia. Greatest Hits, all right? Maybe some of you listening out there know this one. The Asian delicacy, bird's nest soup, is made primarily of what? A, shredded cabbage. B, noodles. Or C, bird's nests. Noodles! B! Going with B, noodles. I'm going with cabbage. Soup. It's actually made from birds' nests. That is a savage question. That is the most savage question. I think 1.7 million people got that wrong collectively. Uh, Savage question, indeed. Birds' nest soup is is lore. It's HQ lore. Birds' nest is the answer. Crazy. Hey, Scott, guess how much money I won on HQ? Four cents. (laughs) Yeah, that's more than I won. Mike likes that one. Or that, Jason? I that was me, too. I love all you guys. I love all you guys. Uh, good luck back. with the rest of the show tonight. Bigger than ever. All righty. Take me with you. Stay savage, everybody. Thanks, and thanks I'm for playing you. all you FOTs. I love you. <laughs> Take me with you. <laughs> bye. Bye, bye, bye. Bye, bye, bye. He's gone. He's okay. gone. Scott Rogowski, wow. who had a big week. A lot of people, um, a lot of people wondering with the, with the demise of HQ, what was going to happen, uh, uh, what, what Scott was up to. And it's nice to hear from him. That other and dude's Scott, name was Scott, Russ, right? Scott ain't min- mixing, ain't mincing words, man. He's going for it. He'll yeah. be back. And I'm sorry for all the people that worked on HQ who are uh, who got left high and dry. You'll be better too. And uh, these tech people uh, should all be marched uh, into the ocean. <laughs> hey Tom, can I read you something real fast? Uh, yeah, of course. In Crosby, Stills, and Nash, the biography, author Dave Zimmer writes that the location of that destined night differs depending on who you ask. Crosby claimed it was Mitchell's. Nash has alternated between Mitchell's and Elliot's houses, and both Stills and John Sebastian said it happened at John Sebastian's. So nobody really knows where. Uh, yeah. I know where it happened. Where's that guy? Hell! <laughs> it's when lost. they got together, that was hell! <laughs> it's lost in the midst of... Bad, bad! Bad, too many drugs. Bad, bad! We are stars, we are everything, and we got to get our way back to the toilet. <laughs> wow, harsh. That is, yeah. It's one thing Gary and I have in common. We are not fans of Crosby, Stills, and Nash. I still think the funniest thing about them ever, and I've said this 5,000 times, I'll say it one more, is... uh <clears throat> There's a band, Buffalo Springfield, started off, and you got this guy, Stephen Stills, who seems like 
kind of like if anger took human form, like, right? Yeah. If all seven, if all seven deadly sins <laughs> shaped into one person, they would become <laughs> Stephen Stills, right? Yeah. Sloth, anger, whatever the sins are, resentment. He's just, he seems mad all the time. I think the only time he was probably happy was when Crosby had to sell his boat. Um, <laughs> so then he's in this band with Neil Young, and they were, like, fighting over who's the leader of this band, right? Yeah. But then Stephen Stills is, like, then Neil Young kind of leaves Buffalo Springfield. Stephen Stills goes off, and he ends up in, in Crosby, Stills, and Nash, right? He gets his thing going, and it's huge. Yeah. It's in, it's enormous. Yeah. And he had this rivalry with this guy. And now suddenly he's the easy alpha dog. <laughs> the big dog. And that's such a great group of guys though. David Crosby seems like such an awesome human. <laughs> Steven Stills. Uh, Graham Nash. Uh, that's a true skin crawler, that guy. <laughs> What's his? He seems like the nicest of the four. And he seems like a fake British person. He seems like. It would not have surprised me if somebody caught him and he didn't have an English accent. Yeah, he just like, had a he southern like, accent. Seems like a gentleman bandit. Yeah. Um. He uh. So then he then Stills is like I'm winning now and Neil Young puts a, a like he, he's not doing particularly he's not lighting it up yet. So then they he asks him to join the band, and then suddenly it's Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young. And then they become enormous. But they were already huge as just Crosby, Stills, and Nash. And then now, for the rest of time, it can only be, well, is Young going to be involved in it? Eh, I'll sit this one out. <laughs> he watched his own thing get taken away from him again. Yeah. He thought he could control him. You can't control Neil Young, Stephen Stills. <laughs> you can't do it. <laughs> I'm going to say, you look back, we look back, when this is all said and done, Neil Young, that's one of the all-time geniuses. He wrote more books than I did. He's directed more movies than I have. That book is weird, though. You like that book? Yeah, I do. Yeah? Waging oh, Heavy okay. Peace? Yeah. 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 I do like it. It's, it's, like, it's, like, it's like one of his albums, in a way, where it's kind of little, little wobbly in spots, I, you know, all over the map. But when it's good, it's so good. I thought I would have liked if he talked about writing songs more. I mean, mm -hmm. it's weird. You get to literally, it's like maybe the last ten pages. There's a little, like, two-page description about him writing uh, that weird fish song on uh, Stars and Bars. You know, where it's like got the fire, the fire, uh, fireplace effects in the background. I can't think of the name of the song. But it's a, one, one of his, like, more obscure type songs. But he goes in depth about writing that song. And it's like, I was just kicking myself, like, why wasn't the whole book like this? This book could have been amazing. But instead he wants to talk about his car and he wants to talk about the trains. You know, which is, you know, yeah, that's part of his story. But the music, I wanted to hear him talking about his music, you know. Well, Mike, I'm going to tell you this right now. When my book comes out that I sold this book to Abrams called It Never Ends, and I'm writing it now, yeah. when this thing comes out, you're going to be moaning about the same stuff. <laughs> How many times do you mention your electric car? 
<laughs> oh, no, I'm just going to talk about what people don't want to hear about in it. <laughs> give them what they don't want, right? No, I'm going to give them what they need. Uh, okay, all right, yeah. Oh, okay. Now look, may, like maybe that. he gave. Maybe, maybe I weeded. Maybe he could have eased up on the uh, electric car talk in his book. <laughs> <clears throat> but I'm telling you right now, this book's going to be something else, man. You're going to laugh because, first of all, most of these stories in this thing, almost all these stories, are not best show stories I told on the air. Mm-hmm. Oh, they just okay. ain't. Yeah, all right. You're going to laugh. Then it's going to get so sad, and you're going to cry, and then you know what? You're going to start laughing again, but now you're going to be like, you go! You're going to be cheering. <laughs> the final third of this book is going to be like a bleeping Rocky movie. Hmm. Like if Rocky was a slob. <laughs> Imagine if Rocky was a slob, then that's my story. And couldn't box. Did you change the title? Kind of ran, <laughs> ran from people. That was a whole part in it about alternate book titles. I might put if Rocky was a slob in there. <laughs> if Rocky was a slob and didn't know how to box. You got any other calls? Yeah, we do. Let's go for it. Let's, Let's do it. Line one, you're on. Hey. Hey, hey. welcome to the best show. Who's this? Thank you. This is Eric. You just mentioned me uh, from Los Angeles. Oh, here we go. oh my ah. goodness. This is Eric. How are you? I'm good. Eric, welcome to the show, first of all. You've been Thank in the you. studio to watch the show. That's true. <clears throat> true. But you, this is, a, is this one of the first times you've called in, if not the first time? No, I called in, I called in years ago, many, many, when it was FMU. Mm-hmm. And then I called in once. Well, we can get into that later. Yeah. I did call in once, and I was on hold for uh, three and a half hours. Ay, ay, ay. But we it was only three hours. <laughs> What's that? I was probably I was in the car already. You were uh, still on hold. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, Eric, you, first of all, do you have any trivia for tonight, or do you just want to talk about the headshot? Well, I, have, I I can talk about both. I, have, I do have trivia. So we start with that, or you want to? Um... Let's start with the trivia. All right. I have uh, SCTV trivia, you, which you might get immediately. But um, here we go. Yeah. Name the three non-Canadian cast members. Oh, it would be uh, uh, it would be uh, uh, Andrea Martin is not a Canadian. Nope. True. Uh, Tony Rosado is not hmm. Canadian. Uh, I guess I wasn't, in terms of like... Oh, you're not going with that. Okay, so you're saying Andrea Martin. I mean, John Candy is obviously Canadian. Yeah. Um, Joe Flaherty is... Martin Short's Canadian. Catherine O'Hara is Canadian, right? No, she's not. She is, yeah. She is, yeah. She is, she is. Then uh, Joe Flaherty is... Not. He's not. Wow. Oh, see, I oh, can't wow. do this. Okay. Yeah, see, I was thinking Joe Flaherty, maybe. Oh, you were just thinking Joe Flaherty. Okay. <laughs> there's, one, there's one more too. Rick Moranis, who who wasn't really. I guess he's not. He was early. He was in the cast early, but he wasn't. Harold Ramis. Harold Ramis. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, so I got two of the three. All right. So I'd say let's see. 
I'll give you six points. Six points, and it might get three for saying we'll, we'll give him the points for Joe Flaherty. I just, saw, I just saw a tweet by Joe Flaherty's brother, so he was like, uh, you know, on my mind. Okay. Peter? Peter? Um, I think so, yeah. Director of? Mike? Meatballs? Clifford. Uh, Clifford. Oh, he's a director? I didn't realize oh, yeah. that. Wow. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I have one more. Uh, the, the speaking of Harold Ramis, when he the time he played the uh, SCTV chairman, mm-hmm. what was his nickname? What Mo Berg? <laughs> no, uh, it was the one where um, where Guy Kelly was writing checks to uh, Fred Willard. Yeah, why am I blanking on this? Oh. Eric, uh, you're making me look dumb. Answer. I'm sorry. No, I no no. That's okay. No, I am dumb. I am dumb. I'll admit I'm dumb. Well, I'm dumb as I the day is long. Uh, well, I'll just say it. Yeah. Yeah, please. It was, say it. Uh, it was crazy legs. Crazy legs. Okay. You remember that <laughs> one where he has he has like these foam like Muppet legs that are. He can't keep them. He can't control them. So he's sitting at the desk. I kind, and like I kind of remember. Okay. So what? What? Um, you got any more SCTV trivia? <laughs> no, that's it. I okay. have some SCTV trivia. I think I have about ten videotapes still. Uh, the PBS where I grew up, it, we 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 would get the PBS from Delaware as well mm-hmm. as uh, the New York PBS, mm-hmm. and they were showing SCTV every night. And I was just videotaping every episode, and yeah, mm-hmm. huge fan. Um, I will say you this though: PBS used to show all these people. Now this is a, this is one of the weirdest things about about living a life, right? Is that everybody's now you like you see these things where it's like, oh, it's Doctor Who is my favorite show, right? <laughs> And like when I was a little kid. Wait, wait, a wait was that me? Yeah, that sounded That was too, me. That sounded too No, that was really not meant to be. Oh, you. Okay. <laughs> it wasn't really. Okay. It really wasn't. Uh, uh, all right. Cuz if it was you, I would it would have added a laugh in there. Right. But no, it goes um But like Doctor Who used to just be this this time filler that was on Channel 13 at like 6 o'clock on a Saturday. <laughs> And you'd kind of just be like, well, I'm a loser, I guess. No, I guess I'm going to watch Doctor Who. You'd watch. Something else is on, yeah. you watch What's-His-Face with the scarf run down the same hallway six times. <laughs> pretending they're in a pyramid or something. But now everybody's just like, like Doctor Who's like this high-class show. Yeah, that everybody's a fan of. Back then it was like a, a, a loser detector. It still is. <laughs> no, it's that not. Terrifying. You're, it's the, it is the culture now. Well, the nerds won, yeah. The nerds won. The nerds won, and yeah. now the nerds have turned into the bullies. <laughs> We're at a point yeah, now where nerds, every nerd movie is crushing everything, and these nerds still can't accept that maybe a 79-year-old man who directed, like, the best movies ever made... <laughs> might not like, might not be a huge fan of Captain America Winter Soldier. Like, for some reason, that's keeping them up at night. That 
<laughs> that the guy who directed Goodfellas and King of Comedy, which is also he made their superhero, their favorite superhero movie of all time is Joker. He already directed it. He made that movie, pre-made it for them. The Joker movie is half King of Comedy, half um, uh, half uh, Taxi Driver. Yeah. So I actually, when 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 he won the Oscar, I was going to say like, congratulations to Joaquin Phoenix and Robert De Niro and Martin Scorsese for their Best Actor win. <laughs> you hand me a playbook like that? You tell me I couldn't. I tell you, if they do like a say, they do like a Police Academy reboot. Like Christopher Nolan decides he's going to reboot Police Academy, right? And make it gritty. I want in on. I want in on playing one of these cops on this because I'll just use the playbook. <laughs> I'll just I'll just do half that, but then I'll just also do a part of like one of the, like a, like a, 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 gr- a gritty cop movie or something. He'll be like, "Yeah, I'm rebooting, uh, rebooting Police Academy," but it's kind of has the feel of like the movie the uh, like Blue Collar. <laughs> it's kind of like a Paul Schrader kind of vibe going on. I'll be. You don't think I want to be up for uh, for the part of uh, of uh, of uh, one of the cops from it? Sound effect man. <laughs> Initiate attack sequence. <laughs> I could do that all day long, right? You could do it. Remember they couldn't figure out where the stuff was coming from? And it's just like, probably one of the cops making these sounds. It's the likeliest bet is one of the cops that is making the sounds is probably one of the cops is laughing at you right now. Whatever. That's not what we're here for. We're here to talk about the AP Mike headshot, Eric. Because you got it into the Golden Globes. I had been planning to do that for a while. I had some other opportunities to take it to various uh, shows. And one time I actually did bring it in and didn't end up being able to shoot it. So, and I, Tight security? And I couldn't find that one again. So I, I actually, my brother actually ordered me two more for a present. I, he was going to uh-huh. order me one. I said order two because I had this plan to do it. So I, so I have one pristine that's here for the archives. But I had, so I had to fold that one, which was painful. And I yeah. saw some people griping about that on on Twitter. Yeah. They're so griping I, I about you, yeah. For, yeah, for yeah, yeah you don't fold up a work of art. I know uh-huh. it was it was painful to do. So Mike, I apologize. And where did you hide it again? But well, I just had it in my in my pocket. Oh, okay. I did think of you know taping it to the inside of my suit or something, but or tux. But it just it, I didn't, I really didn't want it to fall out when I was going through. Yeah, I, security or something. Yeah. I told, sure. I told anyway. Eric it, it would have been better if he got if his security guy like patted him down. And he's like, "What is this?" And then he had to take it out and show the security guard. And he tased me or something. But, uh, yeah, just imagine well, the face on his poor security guard looking at him <laughs> like, "What yeah. the?" Well, what if the security guard? What if you went, Eric, you're getting patted down. Guy goes, what's this? And then he like whispers to you, he goes like, Chiku, you're good. You're good to go. 
<laughs> just lets you through. Oh my god! Or he just goes like really quiet, it's like apmike.bandcamp.com. <laughs> That'd be that's oh like a, that's like a, that's when you know there's like a, some sort of system in place, like a, a shadow that's government. Right. The deep state, right there. Yeah, that's deep state. That's AP Mike Deep State. <laughs> AP Anon. AP Anon. All right. <laughs> Take it easy over there. <laughs> so, Eric, you bring the headshot in. Yeah. And you're at the Golden then, Globes. I'm at the Globes. And then you can see, it, I just I just looked at the photo again when I heard you guys talking, and uh, I forgot that in my hand you can see this little piece of paper that I'm also holding. And yeah. that was uh, the little, that was like a little jotted down acceptance speech that my girlfriend had me hold for her mm-hmm. uh, in case she won and she really didn't think she was going to win. Uh-huh. Um, and then, uh, and, and I just looked at the photos after that. She, she won, like I did the shot. I think I did it when she went to the bathroom or went to smoke or something. And then I, and then I, uh, yeah, like 10 minutes after I took that shot with Seth MacFarlane, um, she won, and she really she wasn't expecting to. And I handed her the little piece of paper, and she's like, "No, she didn't. She didn't need it." She just went up there and just went for it. What did she win for? What's that, Mike? What did What did she win for? Uh, uh I can give. Well, I don't know. If I, I don't really want to say, but oh, okay. Uh, well, right. she won. She won. She didn't. She didn't win for a movie. She won yeah. for uh, the show. Oh, okay. Yeah, Mike. Well, I'll tell you later. <laughs> I, I I can tell you. Yeah. it was a great yeah. show. I will say that. Okay. Yeah. Let's but, just uh, say, Mike, sure. take the take the moment of glory. Right. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, it was a good luck charm. <laughs> well, yeah. So Mike, it, yeah. not only was it a great I mean, headshot. I wasn't keeping it from you, Mike. I just don't really, you know. It was I mean, a good, good luck charm. People can figure it out pretty quick, but um. Now this guy's uh, Mike's going to try to spin these things as a good luck charm <laughs> win awards. <laughs> if you like, someone. Someone thought they were going to an award show that they had no chance of winning. They brought the AP Mike headshot. (laughs) Next thing, they got they got award show glory. Yeah. (laughs) Did you see the Daytona 500 yesterday? Now, if that guy if that guy had a headshot in his car, he probably would have (laughs) won. Yeah, that sounds very. Ended up in a hospital instead. If only. If only. (laughs) Yeah. Now this, in. did you see Mike? Did you see this Ford versus Ferrari? Yeah, I did right? see that. Yeah, yeah. I think they they're, they're doing a second one. Did you know that? <laughs> I think I saw your tweet. And they're gonna no, it's they're gonna team up. Uh huh. Okay. They're gonna be like, we gotta stop this uh, Lamborghini, <laughs> <laughs> right? Uh-huh. And Ford versus Ferrari are suddenly okay, like yeah. they're friends. Uh-huh. <laughs> And they gotta like stop a bigger foe. Yeah, Mercedes Benz. Yeah. yeah, or Lamborghini, like I said. It, it That's fine. No, now you want to? No, no, no rewrite me. No, rewrite. No, no, rewrite. Keep going. Rewrite me. It can keep going. No, no, no. no about, punch me up. Punch it up. Talking about the second sequel. You know, the, one, one sequel isn't enough. Are you kidding me? <laughs> one, you're right. One sequel isn't enough. Come on, think of the times. Now, Eric, what would you think about this? A, would you subscribe to AP Mike Street School? Absolutely. 
that. Wait, why am I asking you that? You sneaked a headshot of his into <laughs> an award show. Of course, you'll pay 99 cents for an episode of him talking for an hour. Uh, yeah. Well, look, I, no problem. do you have anything else? I, I want to say you're also a very talented person. You're on right. And I'm a fan of yours, Eric. And I, I, um, okay. uh, I, I celebrate you in every possible way. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. Do you want to say who uh, you are? Oh, my last name? Yeah. Sure. It's White. Eric White. And he's a very talented yeah. artist. And this Thank isn't you. just like an artist. Like he draw, he doesn't draw like uh, he's not drawing like Bazooka Joe strips. This is like a, <laughs> like a, this is like a high art guy. Uh-huh. High art. Okay. Extremely talented. Well, I'm a big you. fan. Thank you, man. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna say good night, and we're gonna we're gonna wind it down shortly. So I appreciate you calling. Right. Eric. Yeah, of course. Oh, can I mention one more thing? And you said Stephen Sills, and it made me think of an over an overheard uh, conversation, which is a topic from a year ago. What's that? But, um, I was I was living in San Francisco, and I was just working late one night, and I, it was completely silent. And I was working by the front window, and I heard a guy walk walking up the street, and I could, it was just one guy, and he was just kind of talking, or I think I guess he was yelling. And I, as he walked by, I just heard him say, "I don't give an f what Stephen Sills says." And then he kept walking, and he, that was it. <laughs> Steve, look, Stephen Stills. All if you ever, if you want to know what I think of Stephen Stills, this is literally. Imagine this in the, imagine this that you're this guy. He recorded the song "Love the One You're With," "Love the One You're With," and when he recorded it, he got he asked someone to play a guitar solo on the song. Who was the person he has to play a, song, a guitar solo? Then he said, nah, I'm going to erase a guitar solo and put me playing steel drums on it instead. <laughs> Who was the guitar solo played by? No joke. I am not exaggerating or making this up. Jimi Hendrix. What? Jimi Hendrix recorded a guitar solo for that song, and he said, you know what I think? I'm going to switch it up with me playing steel drums yeah. instead of oh putting the Jimi Hendrix guitar solo on it. Wow. I had no idea. Must have been awesome. Hubris. So just, he just wiped it? Does it exist anywhere? I think it exists now. I think it has oh, come really? out. Wow. wow. Oh. It's like the yes. Holy Grail. I That's unbelievable. Say. I believe so. Well, great. Yeah. Great move. Well, thank you, Eric. I appreciate the call. Thank we will talk so to you soon. All right. Thanks. Good night, my friend. Mike? Yes. Any other calls? I think there's one more. Yeah, we got a couple here. One. Let's uh, do the couple more and we'll wind it down. Okay. Here so I go. can let, uh. Ernie. Ern. It's not Ernie though. I know that. I made, that's the mistake I made. What is it? Brett. Brett. Ugh. You good man? He gave a thumbs up. He answered a man. I'm sure his name's not man. <laughs> could his name be man? It could be. Okay. Well, who do we got? Let's put a call on, please. Line two, you're on. Uh, hi, Tom. Hi, who's this? Uh, this is Vinny from Queens. Vinny from Queens? That's right. <clears throat> but none of my what cousins ever called me Cousin Vinny. What do you got for me, Vinny? Um, well, I, I don't have any trivia, but I did want to call in with a report from the, uh, Michigan versus Indiana basketball game that I went to on Sunday. 
Yeah. Um, I just wanted to report that um, uh, Dudio is selling himself for $8 at the concession stand um, under the name Slaw Dog. Do you have a photo of this? Uh, it's on Twitter. Yeah, he did, uh, he did tweet this out. Because they were also selling the uh, Wolverine dog. Oh, so there's a picture of a slaw dog. I got you. I did see that. It's a picture of a slaw dog. And um, I was surprised. I I think Dudio is worth a lot more than eight bucks. Hey, thank you. Thank you. (laughs) But eight bucks is a good deal for a slaw dog. I'd pay eight for a slaw dog. Like a a quality one? Was it a foot long? It didn't say. Probably not. They're going to tell you if it's a foot long. Yeah, now they're going to be rubbing that in your face. Yeah, and that's $13. Uh-huh. Yeah. Look long. Like anybody needs more of a hot dog. <laughs> right? <laughs> so what do we, what do you got? No trivia for me tonight, huh, Vinny? Uh, what, any trivia? Anything. All right. Um, what was the first movie released on DVD? Oh, that's easy. Fast, 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 uh, five. Fast five? Fast, fast five? Uh, Arthur two on the rocks. No, no, it's, it, that's, a, that's a pretty easy one. It's gonna be, uh, the, uh, ma- 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 Matrix two. No? Uh, I think what right. was no. it? What was it, Vinny? It was, it was Twister. Twister. Wow. There we go. Really? The movie about the movie about a tornado. I love that movie. I watch it once a year. <laughs> yeah. That, that was the movie where there were Bill Pullman? there were people yeah. who chased tornadoes no, for altruistic so. reasons. Yeah. But then there were those bad people that chased them for profit. Yeah. <laughs> so they deserve to die. <laughs> because God forbid anybody make a buck off of filming the inside of a tornado. Well, they well they stole the plans for Dorothy, so that's why they were the villains. What? You don't remember that? No, I don't. The little things that would fly up into the tornado to let you know. Oh, that's right. They stole the design for that. I'm I'm fine with that though. Okay. Never saw. Thanks it. for the call, Vinny. You never saw Twister? No. Oh, no, God, of course he didn't. Twister. No, because people people enjoyed it. <laughs> <laughs> It looked like uh, Independence Day. <laughs> Independence Day with uh, tornadoes. Pretty much, yeah. And a nice uh, Van Halen song on the uh, soundtrack. Here we go. Well, here's here's a trivia question for you, Dudio. Okay. With Van Halen. Yeah. Can you tell me who the original drummer for Van Halen was, and who is the original guitarist? <laughs> For Van Halen? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just going to go with Alex Van Halen and Eddie Van Halen. Well, you know what? Yeah. Eddie was the original drummer and Alex was the original guitarist. Oh, that's right. Yeah, they were they were reversed. Yeah, I know. That's why Man, it's a question I asked. God. That's a good one. That one got me. I didn't think about it. Yeah. All right. Well, we got the final call. Yeah, final call right here. Line one, you're on. Uh, hey, uh, this is Perry from Philadelphia. Welcome. Perry? Welcome. 
Yes. It, wait, this is Perry. Perry, Perry. Shaw. Yeah, this is Perry Shaw. The guy from Hound. From Hound. That's true. The artist. I uh, have been called that. Yes. Wildflowers and of the guy America. From Wildflowers of America. Yeah. You got trivia for us? He hung up. Well, hang up on. <laughs> all right. Well, I guess you got said the name of his band six times. That was all he wanted. <laughs> he got out. Yeah, I got it. Fair enough. Wow. You got to respect that. Yeah. I got to give him credit. Yeah. All right. Mike. Yes. You're the best. Thank you, Tom. APMike.bandcamp.com. New things going up soon? Yeah, I've got I got a lot of ideas from tonight's show. Thanks, Tom. All right, great. I love it. Jason Dudio-Gore, as you yeah. demanded to be called right. in a very tersely worded email I was sent. <laughs> I, I thought uh, I was a little gentle uh, in the email, but it's fine. Um, you are... Uh, any shows you want to plug? I do. Uh, Jason Gore's Midlife Crisis, next Wednesday night. That is the 26th at UCB Theater Hell's Kitchen at 9 p.m. So, the 26th. The 26th, a week from tomorrow. And you can see Jason Gore live at the UCB Theater in where now? Uh, Hell's Kitchen. Hell's Kitchen. Yeah. 42nd and, and 11th. Mm-hmm. Yes, so. exactly. So, you can take a nice long along the walk along the water and look at the uh, the boats and yeah. then you go in to see where Sully landed his plane and then you go in and see uh, another successful uh landing yeah which will be midlife crisis yeah great show thank you mike yeah. thank you watch out for the kids in the audience yeah there're always a lot of kids <laughs> yeah. they like to sit right next to mike right next to mike yeah well I appreciate the, you guys, and thank you for being a part of the show tonight, and yeah. we will be back next week. And thanks to you, the best show listener. More episodes of Meet My Friends of Friends going up over on the Patreon, exclusive to Patreon, best show content, patreon.com slash the best show. Going to put up a Q&A, going to record it this week, and I'll be answering your questions, and you can ask questions if you're a Patreon supporter. That's the only way we keep the show going is through Patreon. So support us and keep the show going. And thanks, everybody, for listening. And we will be back next week. I'm going to play a song on the way out by uh, the guy who uh, is the uh, the Don of Little Doms, <laughs> Nick Diamond. <laughs> Nick Diamonds, Nick Thorburn, our friend from his album City of Quartz, came out uh, five years ago. Great album. This is called The Sting, and we will be back next week. Thanks. Oh.